This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Touchdown, Kansas City! Maybe the best play yet of Patrick Mahomes' incredible young career! Listen Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. And this is how you use this dirt. So no, like don't, you, don't. You do it like this, you get it, no, you sort of no. rub it on. Okay, now I'm ready to go. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. And then they get a turn. Seth Madrin to the other end, rises and hammers it home. Everything happening in the sports world. You gotta fight for your right to fight! And even some things not happening in the sports world. I'll probably wrap up in a blanket or something. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Well, somebody was complaining about it being a little cold in here, what, about an hour ago, and the guy decided to turn the heat back on, and the heat continues to blare <laughs> here in this radio station. Ho- hopefully it doesn't come through too loud. On oh, the- it's loud. Oh, not now. It's off now. It, it just Steve, are you at a warm enough temperature? Are you good to go? Well, I put on extra layers, so I'm good so, to go. So now. I'm glad that we cranked up the heat for you. Yeah, I. It, you know, I'm always cold, but it, that's what happens when you have old bones that's right well steve man do we have to start off the show with something that was so exciting last night so much intensity so much fun that at least i had oh i did too and that was episode three of the bachelor last night oh it was unbelievable it was unbelievable that's not what i'm talking about you had the people convinced there for a moment that you were watching the bachelor you said oh me too i was watching two of the best Games at McPherson College's Sports Center that okay, I've ever covered I guess we can start in my 41 that. years. In fact, tomorrow on midkansasonline.com, I give my thoughts on the games that we witnessed last night. Today's column, of course, dealing with the McPherson Invitational because, remember, this is McPherson Invitational Week. That's right. Starts on Thursday. We'll really dive into that later. We'll have the full preview tomorrow. And, and Steve and I are going to be giving away three-day passes Ooh. to the McPherson Invitational. So you always hear people, and, and, and you complain, oh, sometimes it's just Are we too doing ma- that today or tomorrow? Tomorrow okay. and Thursday. Okay, so I better post something at MidKansas Online. But you have to be com. listening to win. That's right. Steve always says, well, it's hard to get out there for three days in a row. You've got to pay for all these tickets. You've got a family of four, and to make three trips in a row out there to the Roundhouse, it gets a little pricey, especially when you start buying that popcorn. But tomorrow will be your chance to just go ahead and win these tickets. Yeah. And Thursday will be your chance to just win these tickets. Yeah. Go see the Bullpups for free. Yeah. Is that from Shane Bakus? It is. Ooh. I like that idea. It'll be fun. So we'll be able to give those away tomorrow. Maybe we'll we can do some we'll sort of We'll find out how many people are really listening tomorrow. Well, not many. <laughs> not many. But either way, Steve, let's go back to the Bulldogs last night. Right. You and I were on the broadcast at MacBulldogs.com. And what I thought was on the men's side... The best basketball game that I have covered since the McPherson girls winning the state championship with T-Rob 
Mandy Cooks. Dagger. 2018, the Dagger game. Yeah. It's the best basketball game that I can remember since then. And that was a pretty dang good game. And the thing is, there was never any lapse in the excellence of play. The teams never hit a slump. Well, I guess when the final score is 114 to 106. In overtime. In overtime. There can't be too many lapses. McPherson College scored 28 points in the five-minute overtime. And basically, though, what it was was friends got mad. They just decided to start chopping, hacking. Coach Faber, Mount Faber, he was mad, mad at the officials. So he just had his team just hacking away. What's the name of the school in Animal House? Is it Faber College? Faber College. What, what's the quote that the dean says? Do you remember the name of the dean? Dean Wormer. Dean Wormer. Yeah. What, what does he say? You can't go through live being fat, drunk, and stupid. What a great line. Yeah, it is a great line. But the Bulldogs made 17 of 20 free throws in the five minutes, and I think they shot 12 of those in like the last 45 seconds. <laughs> and basically eight of them, I think, were by Trevon Shelvin. Trevon Shelvin, uh, the, you know, Mr. Calm, you talk about a guy that just showed no emotion last night. He stepped to the line, and I mean, he hardly ever hit the rim. Uh, he, I think he missed one. Sh- he was like six of seven from the field, five of six from three, and then like eight of eight at the free throw line for 25 points. I'll tell you, he can score. But the game ebbed and flowed. You know, uh, in the first half, Poppy Conley, uh, the former Derby star, hits a three-pointer from near midcourt at the buzzer to put friends up three. The Falcons go up nine. The Bulldogs come back. They go up. Friends comes back. Comes down to the last play of regulation. Dorian Page goes in. Looks like a 50-50 call. Probably was a charge. But uh, the game, you know, that game deserved to go overtime. For sure. 40 minutes. But the Bulldogs did what you have to do in overtime. And that is score quickly and score often. And they scored nine of the first 11 points. And then Friends was just left to foul. But the play, the shots that these guys were making, uh, I think his name was Devontae Pack. Was it Devontae? Yes. Devontae Pack for Friends, he had five points at the half. He finished with 32. He had 27 in the second half. And over, and they were making bombs. Friends shoots like 54% from the field, 50% on threes, makes about 80% of their free throws, and loses a game. And like Coach Eskelson said after the game, nobody deserved to lose that game. And certainly not the Bulldogs, certainly not the Falcons. We're just glad it wasn't the Bulldogs. Man, what a fun change it has been for Bulldog basketball in the last and year. That, and that was coming off a women's game that was tied, and Mason Mosley makes a free throw with three seconds to go to win it for the Bulldogs. That's right. They against won 70 fri- to 69. Against a friend's team that was had drilled them the first time. I mean, it was 80 to 63, but it wasn't near that close. I, if I remember right, friends was up like 30 in that game. But just two exciting games. It was kind of cool that... Coach Eskelson, he uh, contacted Coach Fiscus and says, hey, why don't your football guys get them to come out in force? And, you know, there's some big dudes. They do have some big dudes. I, I saw some guys I'd never seen before, some, maybe some guys that have come in at semester. Man, they had – I saw several, like, guys probably around 300 pounds and about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I think Coach Fiscus getting after on the recruiting trail. Maybe we can get him in here one day, you know, uh, in February or so and get a recruiting update because I – I think he's going pretty wild out there on the recruiting trail. They have offered a lot of people, Well, if social media tells you my, anything. My sources, rumor has it, this is not confirmed, but they've signed 50 guys already. Wow. That's what I was told last night. It's a lot of people. It is. Well, Steve, I think that as we look at KCAC basketball, on the women's side, compared to what it's been the last couple of years, I don't know if we have 
that elite, elite team at the top, but I think that the top six, seven teams are all pretty solid right now. Right. On the men's side, for sure there's not that one elite team and not that one elite player. And last year there were like four elite players. Right. But there are five, six, maybe even seven really, really good men's teams. And it is really fun to see the Bulldog men right into the thick of this. They are in second place and they in were the KCNC. They were picked 11th in the preseason. There were some coaches that voted them last. And this is a team that won 10 games last year. And when you look at it, they got a lot of the same guys back. Right. And the thing is, they've got a lot of juniors, a lot of seniors. They've changed their style. Coach Eskelson basically is just – he has released the hounds. He says, I have athletes. Let them play. Give them the freedom to do, you know, their – you know, let, just let them turn them loose, let them go one-on-one. And last night, though, six guys in double figures. How good of chemistry does this team have of six guys scoring double figures? And they knocked down 12 out of 24 from three. And you can just see the confidence growing. This is not the same team we saw back when they were playing in the Thanksgiving Classic or whatever that was back in November. This team has come, made tremendous strides since then. You can see the confidence level. They've got guys that you can count on every game. Luoma got KCAC Offensive Player of the Week announced yesterday. He's been really good. Fred Watts, he's been really good. I mean, you could go right down the line. Cameron Jenkins has found, you know, his shot. You know, they he was one of the uh, newcomers they brought in. They didn't bring that many guys in, but he's one of them. And he was brought in to shoot the basketball, and he's really been shooting lights out lately. But it just doesn't matter. Grant Munson provides great energy off the bench. Delvon Hightower with his old man game. He was standing there last night, and you said the comment about and Delvon Hightower's old man game, and he turned around. He was giving you a big thumbs up. He said, oh, yeah. yeah. And the women, man, did they need that win last oh, time. Oh, yeah, they'd lost five in a row. Uh, friends had drilled them the first time. Uh, they've really struggled offensively. They hadn't scored over 58 points in a game. They get 70 last night against a very athletic friends team, and that was a wild ending to that game. I don't think Coach Jaderston was very happy there at the end with the officials and other things. We were right in the war zone Oh, yeah, there. they were – they, yeah, we're right in the middle just trying to announce, and there's a lot of jawing going back and forth and a lot of confusion, and it was anarchy, and just everything was just going crazy right in front of us. Well, Steve, I, I will say that let's just step back two years ago, three years ago. McPherson College Athletics right now is at a pretty nice high. It is. that This overall athletic department is in a lot better shape than it was four years ago, three right. years ago, that every team is at, a, is at a high right now. Football is better than it's been in the last few years. Both basketball teams are as good, if not better, as they've been in the last few years. Baseball, softball can win the conference. You throw in volleyball, track, you throw in track. track. And field, track and field's going to be in the top three. As a whole, Bulldog athletics are on the rise. They really are. And, you know, a lot of credit to Andrew Ealing, the AD, who will be leaving – at the end of February. Well, he's already left. Oh, he's already left. Okay, well, it, to February, go to New Mexico Highlands February University. 28th is supposed to be like his last official day. Well, I that's think, already happened. Okay. They've right. moved that up. Okay, I did not know. I was not in the loop on that. Yeah, you're in, more loopy sources. Than, you're more loopy. Than uh, I don't know. I think you're pretty loopy. <laughs> that's what a lot of people say. But I think the interesting thing about Bulldog Athletics, as a whole, McPherson College, if you go through the history, it has not been 
an overly successful athletic department in terms of conference championships, national championships. National appearances. And and national appearances and winning at that highest level. They've always been okay. Yeah. But right now, they have a lot of different teams that are competing at a high level. And right now, this Bulldog men's basketball team is competing like a team that can play at the national tournament. And if you would have told me that in October or even February of last year. When we went to media day in October. I think we would have been pretty surprised. Yeah. Oh, I'm stunned i mean this they guaranteed themselves of a winning season with what have they got 10 games to go or nine games to go they play 30 games they've played 21 they're 16 and 5 so they already have a, their first winning season in about eight years well let's hope a few more extra games than just the nine that's right and it is fun to be in the mix as well of postseason basketball and the bulldogs right now if the season ended today the they would be hosting a first round playoff game and they would be hosting a second round That's right. KCAC tournament That's game. That's right. And it is fun to be in that position because there are times recently where they have not been in that position. And at this time last year, well, we pretty much knew they were not going to be making the postseason yeah. tournament. And now the question is, can they sneak up and be the number one? Yeah. Can they hang on at number two? Can they get a home game in the first well, round? Ottawa, which is in first place. Ottawa. Ottawa. They have the Swedes. And what have I said about the Swedes? Holy smokes, are they scary. They are scary. They have got incredible talent. How they are not – they're they're 5-10 and 10 in the KCAC. They've got talent that should be in the top three or four. For whatever reason, it's just, you know, maybe it's chemistry. I don't know. Or maybe it's just they've lost some close games. But they knocked off Oklahoma Wesleyan last night, defending conference champion and a team that's been ranked. Last year they were ranked in the top three or four in the country. Fun night of basketball last night, Steve. It was. Steve. A lot of fun. So you don't want to talk about Bachelor? It no. was a thriller last night. I know you watched. I know it's on your DVR. I, I'm sure Miss Emma will fill me in. <laughs> All right, Steve. Let's take our first break. When we come back, the Sunflower Showdown. Oh, yeah. Tonight. Yeah. KU. I'm not sure people even realize KU and K-State are playing tonight. I don't think they do either. Yeah. KU. K-State. We'll in talk about it next. Allen Fieldhouse. It is in AFH. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. Steve Sell, I will be making the trip over to Canton Galva tonight to watch a little high school basketball while I think you will be staying home and watching at least the majority of the KU K-State Sunflower Showdown. Yes, that's why I count on you to do all my dirty work. Well, I mean, somebody around here has got to work. Someone's got to work. While you just lay back and put your feet up and, and relax and eat bonbons. Mike and Ike's. Yeah, you are a big Mike and Ike fan. And cheese. A little popcorn. spray cheese. A little cheese popcorn well, i think you're out of cheese popcorn yeah i am i gotta get some cheese popcorn but either way i don't remember another game in the last decade and maybe even longer that ku has been as big of a favorite as it is tonight what's, over its in-state what's rival. the line 
The Jayhawks are 16 and a half point favorites tonight. Give me the points and I'll take K State. It's a bold move. Well, it, the two teams never play. It's never a, a route. You don't see. Well, that's because K State's been pretty good recently. Yeah. And right now, K State's not very good. Cartier Zara. When's the last time that KU and K State played when K State had a losing overall record? It has been a while, yeah. especially with the recent success right. that this K-State men's basketball program has had. Now, I would have said that, you know, I wouldn't have said that, uh, take K-State in the points, had they not played an incredible game against West Virginia. They dismantled they Huggy, killed them. Huggy Bears team. That game was over at halftime, and it just got uglier and uglier. So, K-State does have some momentum. That was their first Big 12 win. They're like 1-4 in the Big 12. Yeah, they're off to a bad start. Not not a good start. KU. How about one and four? Yep. And KU's four and one. Uh, they've kind of had some. They've uh, had some games where, you know, they've kind of slogged through it. You know, they haven't been great. You know, for a lot of the game, and then they finish strong. So I'd like to see KU just come out, and 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 really play strong. They really struggle at home, at the beginning of games. I don't understand what takes them so long to get going. So maybe tonight will be a little different. But I worry, if I'm a KU fan, I worry about Xavier Sneed, Xavier Sneed, because he's been a KU killer in his career. Isn't the Big 12 weird this it, year? It College really basketball is. as a whole I didn't see the Baylor OU score. Baylor just moved to number one. Well, Baylor 6-0. and Yeah, and how bad they beat OU last night. Well, I've got to pull it up. Okay. As Baylor. Big Monday. It was 16-1 overall. They won 61-57. Wow. Over OU last night. And what does night. that tell you? See, it tells you Baylor isn't that much better than OU. Which OU's probably the, what, fifth best team in the conference? Maybe. Isn't it so weird? Well, OU currently is 3-3, three and three, which puts them at number six okay. in the conference. Okay. But when you look at the bottom four teams this year, this is as bad as the bottom of the Big 12. O-State, I can't remember O-State being. hasn't been very good. Oklahoma State is 0-5. And I really thought this could be the year that they start to flip that. Yeah. I, I thought that they could be better. K-State, who has been middle of the road to top half the last decade. And has done well in the NCAA tournament. They're 1-4. and four. Yeah. Iowa State, 1-4. and, four, and, and they, they do not look very impressive. They don't. And, boy, KU went into Hilton Magic and destroyed them. Then you have Texas, who's 2-4. and four, And I think Shaka is running out of time. But they played KU so tough. And, you know... It's, it's, yeah, but will, tough does not matter that's right. to the people in Austin, Texas. That's right. You know what matters is when the number on the left side of the column goes up and the number on the right side right side of the column that's does true. not go up. That's true. Wins and losses mean a lot there. And Texas basketball, for the last three years, has not been any good well, at all. The, the problem is he gets guys and they only stay one year. He's had some one and duns, you know, since he's got there. Shaka Jarrett Star. Allen. Yeah. Very good player. Has a good afro, too. He I, does have a nice afro. Yeah, he. I watch him in the NBA. That guy can play. I like, because he's old school. I like his game. I know that Baylor is 6-0 and in the Big 12, and I know that they've been on the verge of one of these years. But do you have a lot of faith in the Baylor Bears I don't to have, remain being the number one team? I don't have faith in Scott Drew, because he always does something kind of goofy during games and finds a way to lose games. I know that Baylor's the number one team, and they, I thought, handled KU very easily yeah. in their matchup. KU was bad in that game. But I don't know if I still think Baylor's the best team in the country. Maybe it is that 
everything is a little watered down this year. I think it is. I think when you look at college basketball as a whole, this is as weird of a year as I can remember. How how good do you think KU is? I don't think they're as good as some of the recent teams. They can't shoot threes. That's and Bill Self has said at some point our inability to make three pointers that is going to come back to haunt us because Abaji, he's been very streaky, most of the part going the wrong way. Isaiah Moss, he'll either make five or he'll go over five. And then Dotson, he's not a three point shooter; he's a penetrator and gets to the basket. Now they got the big guys inside. KU's got the best big guys. Doke is the best big guy in the conference. David McCormick at times is dominant, and then he has games where he just totally disappears. And then you got Christian Brown. You know, he had a stretch of nice games. Now he's kind of disappeared. Now where'd he go? Yeah, he, he's MIA now. So this is a KU team that's good, but they're not the the Brandon Rush, Mario Chalmers, those, you know, Darrell Arthur type teams. Oh, just the national the, champion the Moore, team? The Morris Twins. Uh, oh, you could name a bunch of guys, but, you know, they're, they're not in that elite class. Just look at the top 25 in college basketball. It changes every week. And how spread out it is. Right now, the number 10 team in the country is Seton Hall, and they have four losses. Yeah. Four losses at this time of year for the number 10 team is a lot. But Baylor's number one, and that's because they've, they've been hot. They've got enough decent wins. Gonzaga has played five more games than almost everybody else. They're 20-1. and one. You know what I attribute all this to? One and done. Because players don't stay long enough for the teams to get. Right, but really last good. year it was a great year look of college at, basketball. At, and there were a ton old, of look one at and old Roy down in North Carolina. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is you have some powers that are not at their normal level. San Diego State is the only remaining undefeated team in the country. They're number four. Florida State's hanging around at five. They've got a couple nice wins. Then you've got Louisville, who picked up a nice win over the weekend. Duke. Yeah. Dayton is hanging around. You've got Duke. Duke at eight. Duke is not what they've been either. Villanova's not what they've been. Kentucky's a bunch of young guys. Kentucky's again. number 15. It is just such a weird yeah. year. There's tw- there's 20 teams that could win it this year. There might even be more than that. Yeah, there could be. It, it, it is very spread out. Possibly. Where last year, you pretty much knew Duke was going to be hanging around and would have a very good chance to win. Virginia would be hanging around, and they would have a very good chance to win. Beyond that, and, and maybe you throw in a couple more teams, you know, Kentucky was good, Auburn had a really nice run. There were a few teams that could win it last year, but right now it is so wide open. Yeah. And I think part of that is that we don't have that top star power. No, Last year was a great star power Zion. year. Just Zion's name itself, which I think he plays for the first time tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe on Thursday. Wednesday. It, it, it's at it's some point Wednesday. this week. Yeah. But there were so many stars last year. There aren't stars Who's the best this player year. In the, who's the best player in the country? Can you even name it? I don't know if you could really put together. I know that Toppin from Dayton has been very good. I think nationally, some people will still say somebody like Yudoka Azabuki, which who's, he who's is the not best, the best player Can you player name the, the best player on Gonzaga? Killian Tilly. Can you name the best player on Baylor? I can't name the best player on Baylor. I can't even name a player on Baylor. (laughs) And they just played KU. I know they had a couple guards that are really good, but they're no names. It's a weird year. And I've I've seen people compare it to 2006. It's just kind of a strange year for college basketball. That year, it was pretty much J.J. Redick. Yeah. And then the field. 
Yeah. That J.J. Redick had his unbelievable year and made like 98% of his free throws. Yeah. But it's a strange year, but maybe that means it could be KU's year for you, never Steve. Never know. You just never know. All right, Steve. One more break. When we come back, we'll talk about what's coming up for the rest of the week. Let's do. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You are listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve Sell, busy, busy week oh, for yeah. us. Mid-season tournament basketball right. week. Fantastic, fantastic week. And remember, uh, if you want to follow the tournament, go to midkansasonline.com. I'll have stories after each game. Give me about 30 minutes to post the story. I'll have the box no, score. No, I need it now. Well, I'll have the I'll have the story, the box score, the K-Man. Give me. If I, I haven't talked to the K-Man, but the K-Man generally shoots a picture you know, and I can put it with my story. And uh, it's our biggest week of the year for hits on our website. It's been that way every year since we've done this. Our 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 hits on our website go up about 5,000 that week when we have tournament. What's well, all your loyal readers from Shawnee Mission East, Blue Valley West, and, and they're all gone now. And I, it, Shawnee Mission East, it's too bad they're not here. I miss Sean Hare. It's not going to seem the same without Sean Hare. With his foot stomp, and you know he's like a bulldog. Sean Sean's a good dude, though. And they are the reigning champs. They are the reigning champs, not back to defend their championship. That's right. It should be a really fun McPherson Invitational again. Loaded. We are going to give away three day passes to the McPherson Invitational on the show tomorrow. And Tanil, so you've got to be listening. Tanil just dropped off the tickets. You know she's she she's really the nerve center of that place. And then we're going to give them away on Thursday as well. Yeah, so we'll post something midkansasonline.com. You got to be listening to win. So yeah, you can't just call in all of a sudden. You don't know what yeah. if there's a code word. What if there's a trivia question? Ooh. What if Steve Sell makes you come in and sing the national anthem? Ooh. I don't know what it will be. I don't know. But, but you've got to be listening. Got to be listening. Tomorrow during the show. And we'll do a full McPherson Invitational preview tomorrow. Yep. Talk we, a little bit about we've each already of the been, teams. We've been accumulating information on teams and records and things like that. I'll have Tomorrow I'll have my preview of McPherson High and Blue Valley posted. Man, what a scary team. Oof, very scary. Got a 6'7 kid that can really play. They're, they have a 6'10 kid. I don't know how much he plays, but but they've got some dudes. And the bull, the bullpup's going to be at the top of their game. So do not wait until Friday to go. I mean, there were a lot of years, realistically, the bullpups knew they were going to win in the first round. That ain't the case anymore. This game is going to be like a state tournament game, first rounder for the bullpups. And Blue Valley has a future K-State football teammate of Cody Seffelbean really? on its team, Dorian Stevens. He's a year younger than Cody, okay. but has already committed. What does he play? I think he plays in the secondary. Okay. He's a six foot three, long, athletic junior. That's what K State likes. They like long guys in their secondary. So Cody could be rumbling with one of his future purple brethren. There you go. 
All right, Steve, tomorrow on the show, we will dive all into the McPherson Invitational. We'll also have a full Bachelor breakdown. No, we're not going to oh, oh, I thought you said you were. No, no, no. Well, Steve, Steve's a big fan of Hannah Ann, but I I'll just leave it at I that. I don't even know. I don't even know who that is. He's I, a huge Hannah Ann fan. Like I said, I'd rather stick ice picks in my eyes and, you know, watch The Bachelor. It's a bad deal. It is a bad deal. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.